Welcome back to the Connections podcast. This our second episode. I'm Giles Hegarty and I'm joined as always by my good friend Max Brown. Hi Max. Evening Giles. How you getting on? Yeah, doing good, thank you. Um, good. Yeah, doing good. Had good. a pretty big win yesterday, so yeah, feeling a bit rough today, but yeah, doing good. <laughs> Congratulations on the win. Uh, this th- this week we um, we are still reeling from the the feedback and the response that we got from the first episode. I don't think either of us thought or had any idea as to where it was going to go or what what response we were going to get. We're sat right now on on 185 downloads, which is I think uh, taking into account family members about 100 175 more than we we certainly hoped we were going to get and. It really has been quite overwhelming, the number of people that reached out, not just friends and family, but people from uh, from all over the world who, who took the time to listen. And I think both of us wanted to just start off this week by saying a massive thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, we we really do appreciate the amount of feedback that we got and, and also, you know, the number of people that uh, that gave us that feedback on how we can improve things as well, because... This is this is a, a new start for us. Um, we're very open about that, and we're not going to get things right uh, from the outset. But really, you know, certainly from me, and I know Max, you're going to say something in a, in a moment. We are genuinely touched by the number of people who who got in touch. Yeah, just <clears throat> super surprised. Really, um, never really expected it. Um, so many people, and people I wouldn't expect to text me as well. Just like people I know of, and friends with but i'm not like close with who have just said yeah it's an awesome thing to do um really like the fact like what you talked about put i put it into practice before probably will do it again kind of thing um just i think it was a lot of people related to it which is nice um that's kind of what i wanted from it anyway um but yeah just a huge thank you really it was pretty pretty cool one of the things that we we both got a lot of and, and is going to form the, the discussion point for this evening's podcast is that it was a really, really brave thing to do. And um, I certainly was a bit taken aback by that and that I, I didn't think of it as a brave thing to do. Um, and certainly I don't think, you know, bravery to me and bravery to lots of people means many different things, but putting out a podcast and talking about, tough stuff shouldn't it shouldn't be considered a brave thing to do um and i think max you you felt the same way yeah 100 percent. i think that's kind of what again what i wanted from it i want it to become normal and normalize being able to talk about it and feel open enough to be able to discuss things that are really important but people probably don't talk about enough um but yeah i never really thought of it as a brave thing to do more like just something I wanted to do but um yeah I got the same similar kind of feedback um but yeah that was going to form the basis of this podcast um yeah so do you want to just should we get going um yeah I wanted to kind of talk about initially talk about uh bravery and just kind of what it is what we think it is and how we can use it as people um, to kind of to go forward and progress and learn um, primarily. Um, so yeah, kind of what to you, what is, what is bravery? It's a great question. Uh, you know, the first thing that comes into my mind, bravery is, you know, military armed forces being, being on the front line, 
Um, and I think that's you know, built out of the movies we watch and the stories that we hear and, and that sort of thing. And, and particularly when you operate in, in sporting circles, there are lots of military analogies. So um, that, I think that's probably where my mind goes to straight away. But actually, you know, bravery is, you see, you see, you can see bravery in the, in the, in the strangest of places. Um, a friend of mine, she, she had some trauma in her life and she moved overseas. And when we've discussed it, she said, I said, I think that's a really brave thing to do. You know, you, you wanted to take yourself out of, out of your comfort zone and, and she turned around and said, oh, no, it's, it's, it's not brave. It's running away. And I was thinking that's a, again, perception is a massive thing. Um, you know, to me, look, looking at that person making a decision to try and move their life on by going somewhere totally different where they didn't know anyone, I think that's an incredibly brave thing to do. Um, yet she didn't see it like that in the slightest. Well, it's similar to this, really, isn't it? We started this not really yeah. thinking about it, and then it's been branded as a brave thing to do. But, yeah, I think it varies, obviously, from person to person. But for me, I think it's kind of going against the grain of, like, normality and just being comfortable putting yourself out there um, and exposing yourself and being just being open about stuff, um, especially but at uni in a my generation in a generation that's so fueled with social media and wanting to be better and kind of just more and more and more i think being able to just pull yourself away from that and then grow on it like grow from that being the odd one out be someone who's doing something different kind of thing i think that's really important um i don't think enough people do it funny again not it's not that this is about sport but you we've seen a lot about people talking about mavericks those people that are different and, and actually those people who don't conform often are the ones who um, they challenge by challenging that conformity. They often are vilified. If you like, you know, that people struggle to relate to them. They don't want anything to do with them. You know, they treat them like a pariah. And, uh, and I find that, you know, I've, I've been guilty of it as a, as a coach, you know, when you've got someone who <laughs> do what you want them to what you're asking them to do, but actually, you're quite right. They are, they are the people who are pushing the boundaries. That is brave. You know, being prepared to stick your head above the parapet and be the first person to do something. That is, that is brave. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, being, being able to be comfortably uncomfortable in situations. Yeah. Having that comfortability in that you're okay doing what you're doing, but the goal and the long-term progress and... The challenge itself is uncomfortable and I think that's really kind of powerful um, and that leads to a lot of kind of development um, kind of like internally and externally um, yeah as you say sticking out being someone who goes kind of against that grain is often hard but that's where the progress is really made I think yeah and I, and I think it's um, the willingness to show the vulnerability within that as well i think that uh, we've we've sort of talked about this you and i personally in the past about you know showing vulnerability not just in terms of emotion um but you know in that in 
being prepared to ask for, you know, I want to do this thing and, you know, I, I'm scared. That, that to me is being, you know, admitting that you're scared to do something is not weakness at all. You know, being prepared mm-hmm. to ask, ask like this podcast, when you and I first started talking about it, I think we were both a bit like, oh, I'm not too sure this is where I want to go. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, that doesn't make us brave doing it, but having the, being prepared to have the conversations about why we wanted to do it you know, the conversations around the, the experiences that we'd had, there was, there was vulnerability there. And, and I do feel that that maybe that was a little bit brave. Yeah. hundred percent looking back. Um, yeah, definitely. But again, that vulnerability, that's that uncomfortableness. Yeah. That willingness to be all right, doing something that you may not feel comfortable doing. Um, yeah, I think that's super powerful. Um, and I think, especially in a society now where it's i think it's made it even harder to do that um like stigmas especially not just mental health there's other aspects of like society that we're stigmas with but especially in mental health there's like a huge stigma where people don't feel open enough to talk about it Mm. and like that vulnerability being able to talk about it and be comfortable with it and for other people to know that it's fine to do that is really, really, I think important. Funny, when, I, when I was a kid, um, I was brought up in an educational environment where, you know, all boys school, boys are tough. You don't cry, you don't mm. show emotion uh, and that sort of thing. And, you know, that was, it, it was the right thing for those people at that time. And I think that's, you know, context is, is king, right? But certainly it's taken me a long time to become more comfortable with you know, talking about my emotions and talking about my experiences. I, I do not feel, though, that is brave. And I guess the point you're making, I do think you're right, that society hasn't, doesn't help with the way that it puts things on almost puts things on a pedestal you know um oh well you know he's he's stood up and he's he's talked about his his mental health in public he's he's so brave and you know what the the first person that did it they're a pioneer so going back to what we were saying before yeah they are brave but when the next person does it and the next person does it it it, it needs to become a normality and it needs to become more readily accepted that these are not acts of bravery. They are just acts of normality. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and also, you know, why, does, why, does it, why do people have to stand up in public and air their personal challenges to make other people feel it's okay to do it behind closed doors. It shouldn't, that should, it's fantastic that they do it. And, you know, I mean, you and I, so you and I are doing it right now. Um, but actually we should be in a place, you would hope we'd be in a place where, or we can get to a place where you don't need, you don't need those pioneers any longer because it does become more readily acceptable. Yeah. And I think we're going towards that to be fair. I think we're actually <clears throat> learning to do that um especially i think my generation are 
um, it's becoming the norm to be able to have these conversations on a regular basis. It's not just like a one-off with one person, like everyone's having them all the time, just little little chats here and there. But I think you're right. Um, it, it definitely needs to become kind of uh, the norm in society. Um, yeah. One of the one of the things that uh, a couple of people came back to us and, and said about the first pod was that um, they felt like they wanted to hear some about, about some of our positive experiences. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess this, you know, this does, you know, bravery in inverted commas. Um, certainly, you know, one of the biggest lessons that I learned, I have continued to learn is about how life is about you know opportunity and and having experiences you know whether that's on your own or the people that you're with and it's taken me you know it's taken me a lot of time to understand exactly what that means but off off the back of the challenges that I have had I've gone on to do some some really cool stuff you know what kind of challenges well, you know, when, just like the stuff we've, we've, we've talked about last time, you know, when, you, when you're coming through the other side of, of the emotional trauma of the divorce, it, you're sort of lost and you lose your self-confidence and, and that sort of thing. But as time goes on and you, know, you meet people who make a huge difference to your life, you because you're making those connections and you are able to be more honest about your emotions and and that sort of thing, you start to understand, I think a little bit more what really matters to you. And off the back of that opportunities start to present themselves. I think Um, an opportunity in a different way that you've experienced before. Yeah. I think that point is really powerful. Making or seeing opportunities through adverse situations. Yeah being able to grow from that and just bounce back from it is so like healthy um yeah but as you say the opportunities like being brave in those opportunities as well when they come like for example this podcast you text me saying do you want to do this i was like yeah you know what why not let's give it a shot see what see what happens like yeah. what's the worst that can come from it and being brave in those opportunities are really crucial um and again, it links back to that kind of uncomfortability in that opportunity, being brave, and then it becomes comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you know I, I know I've, I've mentioned sport three or four times, and and this is not a podcast about sport, but we it's funny because we talk to players all the time about being able to manage chaos and being able to um, see the opportunity in front of them, make a really good decision, and um you know in wh- whatever moment that might be and get comfortable being uncomfortable but that, that is a life lesson you know mm-hmm. life life life's really fucking hard and we talked about that last time and it's your ability to still see the opportunity in those hard moments that's what i think and and to be able to take those take those opportunities i think maybe that is that's brave yeah, and I think the, that's really crucial. The, when you take it, back it as well. Oh. Don't just take it and then kind of, oh, yeah, let's, we could do that kind of thing. Take it and do it. 
just like go for it if you do it <laughs> yeah um, someone someone very very close to me um says all the time if you're going to do something you've got to do it 100 hmm. percent. and uh and that is that is absolutely true it's the, the i think the really tough thing is when when you're at your most vulnerable or when you're when you feel broken and you're on the floor being able to still see an opportunity and and be prepared to take that step um and that opportunity might be as simple as someone standing in front of you saying hey, you know do you need a chat do you need a hug mm. um and being prepared to go do you know what i'm i do i do need that right now in my life yeah i think that's that's really important um that first step you say but once you make that first step everything after that is way easier that exposure to the vulnerability initially is really hard but once it's a you come accustomed to it and again you get comfortable to it it's it, it makes it so much easier um yeah yeah completely yeah, right. I, I think again the opportunities that you get from stuff that you would never realize as well is really important like again talk about sport but that county's tour getting into that team playing awesome i was like sweet i'm gonna play rugby cool and then don't play rugby for <laughs> however long 18 months and then this comes along from that it's kind of that knock-on effect it might take time for it to come through but that's why i think now in the now you've got to take as many opportunities that you can especially for people like me students you got all this stuff in front of you just go for it just do it why not what what you never know what could come from it so you might as well give it a go yeah I, it's funny because I, I i am a little bit older than you are and our domestic circumstances are <laughs> watch it max uh our domestic circumstances are, are a little bit different you know i've got i've got two kids and so when you become a parent I think the natural reaction is to become quite risk averse. Obviously there's, you know, the risk has a bandwidth to it. Right. Um, but actually by doing that, you, you risk, you can restrict their opportunities. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to go and do crazy stuff where you're going to put them in harm's way. But, um, you know, I, I had a, a camping trip last summer where my son and I were bodyboarding together and not like I'm going to hold his bodyboard and give him a go. We were literally in the waves together. And in those moments you think this is, I never would have done this before, you know, and I, I, there was, you know, life is about those experiences and those opportunities. There was an opportunity there. There were waves and he was like, dad, I want to rip into those. Let's go. Um, and you just have to, as not, I guess, from a parenting point of view, I, you have to balance it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, a, it's okay. Let them, let them go. Let them climb the tree. I can, you know, but it, it, those opportunities do present themselves, and it's your, you know, you've got to, you've got to go for it. I think. Definitely, I think, in a way, a lot of people when they take it, when they're brave and they take an opportunity, and they grow from it and they benefit from it sadly a lot of people will brand that as luck yeah i think and 
that it just isn't the case at all. And <clears throat> we did it last week. We talked about a little quote, and I've got another one this week, which is luck is prepar- luck is when preparation meets opportunity. I think that sums it up so well. If you are able to get that process of being comfortable, yet in uncomfortable situations, that preparation, and then when the opportunity arises, you're comfortable enough to take it. And that is where where you grow i think do you know that when you you sent me that quote and i i looked at it and thought you know that is that is so true it is mm. so true um you you hear that all the time people create their own luck no they just they just work hard they've got the processes behind them yeah for when the opportunities come that they can yeah. actually maximize them yeah they they are able to see the wood for the trees because they've got as you say, good process, they've got good people around them. Mm. They, they've got some clarity around, it, it might only be clarity in that moment, but the ability to have that, I think uh, that allows them, as you say, like, that allows them to seize the opportunity right there. Mm. Do you think there's a way of, you said your circumstances are different to mine, but is there, do you think there's anything that people can do like just generally that will create opportunities and just lead to more chances like that. Yeah, well, I think I think there are two two things definitely that stand out for me, and and part of that's personal experience, I think. But first one is self talk. You know, okay. being being prepared to to inwardly challenge yourself as to why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Uh, and you know challenge yourself on on where you think you might want to get to you know do which i think is probably not for this pod because i think it's 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 a rabbit hole that i think um is incredibly powerful but i think the other thing is is talking being prepared to talk to other people um and i i'm not I'm not just saying that because, oh, you know, all they talk about is is being prepared to have conversations about where you are, but you just never know. You, you, you never know where someone else is up to. You never know what someone else might need. Um, and I, I am going to use this podcast as, a, as an example. I'm not saying that we both needed it, but at the time when we first discussed it, it probably wasn't the right time for us. But then, then because we'd had that conversation, it, there came a moment where it was like, actually, this is the right time for us to do it. And, and we've given it a go. And I think it's your willingness to have conversations with other people and be whatever they, they might look like will create opportunities for you. You, know, you surround yourself with you're going to, you're going to get a good network. And I mean that in terms of a, like a support network for you. And you just never know because, you know, I have a conversation with you. You have a conversation with someone else. Oh, Giles, he's quite good at that. And suddenly there's another connection there and another conversation and an opportunity presents itself. And I think that, that those are probably the two things that really stand out for, for me. Um, but you know, I'm going to flip it on his head and I'm going to ask you the same question. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. And I'd also say just create really good habits. 
Mm. I think if you're that preparation, those processes, if you're able to create like a like a baseline level of habits that you have every day, just little things that you can do every day, I think the knock-on effects from that are huge. And being able to might be stupid stuff make your bed make sure you have breakfast at a certain time or every day or just little stuff like that i think those little one percents add up so much and then from that opportunities arise um but yeah, it's kind of like a manifestation kind of thing you you talk about it you get it out you actually expose yourself to what you want and then somehow i don't know how but these sort of things come back <laughs> and it's- they kind of find you you know I, it, it, that habit thing is massive because uh you know it means you you haven't got to worry about the nitty the nitty gritty you know because it's it's um it's dealt with so i hadn't even considered it but you know listening to you there like every night the i'll get the kids uniforms ready by their beds and you know, I get my stuff ready for the next day. But it means that when I get up in the morning, I've got an opportunity to have breakfast with my kids. You know, and I, I, I hadn't thought of it as being a habit. I just see it as a right. This is routine. I'm going to get this done because it, you know X leads to Y. But you're right. You're absolutely right, Max. Um, the op, you know, by having those little bits taken care of, the shit jobs. It's the shit jobs, isn't it? You know. As a result of that, you can concentrate on the stuff that's in front of you. You haven't got to worry about the other stuff. Yeah, and I think it's really important to say you don't want to take that to too much of an extreme. No. You don't want to kind of be like, oh, my God, I've not done this this morning. What am I going to do? Like, if you miss it, sweet, it doesn't matter. But if you can, just try and gradually implement it. Um, And also what I've learned is trying to implement habits like that, you can't just go from nothing to everything you can't be like yeah i'm gonna do this every day at this time you've got to build up to it and slowly yeah. kind of integrate yeah, it into yeah. it. And, but yeah i think i'd probably just say as you say self-talk being able to talk to people openly um and those habits i think are really important um to creating kind of opportunities yeah as i said don't know <laughs> don't know how they come around and the more you the more you do that sort of stuff the more they do come around What's what's Max's number one habit? Breakfast. Got to be same breakfast or just got to got to have it. <clears throat> got to eat. Got to eat. Got to eat. eat. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, yeah. Yeah. Have some breakfast. Nice. That's great. That's really good, um, mate. I think that's we're at that time. Sweet. It's been uh, it's been fantastic as always. I'm looking forward to uh, to the next one. Thanks to to uh, to everybody that's that's tuned in to this week. Um, please hit us up at our Instagram. It's at the dot connections podcast. Um, give us a listen. The link will be in our bio over the next couple of days. Max will be taking care of all our social media uh, requirements because he's far more technologically advanced than I am. Um, and listen, if, if you, uh, if you hear the pod and you think that you've got, you've had an experience or you, you feel like you might want to come on, get in touch with one of us. Um, you know, we're always keen. We've got a couple of guests lined up between now and Christmas. We're really excited to get them on. 
um, we're starting to, to look at where we're going with things in the new year. So uh, please do get in touch. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Max, great to see you as always. Talk to you soon. Cheers.